I like it the way it's going, actually. This works for me. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Dead air. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm James. And that is not Rob. Hang on, this I, week, hang on I'm Rob. Yeah, hang on, listen guys, you told me you were professional at this. Well, Rob doesn't know that we've uh, we've replaced him. That's not fair. We Why decided didn't you tell him? We, we've gone in a different direction, Rob. Yes, people keep going in different directions, it all sounds the same to me. We need someone with a bit of uh, gravitas that can lend a, 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 you know, an experienced voice I've to the podcast. I've got tears coming out of my eyes now. Hang on, hang on. Rob? Yeah? Listen, mate, look. It's showbiz, okay? Nothing against you. You're very good at what you do. But actually, uh, it's time for you to move on. Where to? Well, there's all kinds of opportunities out there. And as they say, when one door closes... You're out of it. <laughs> We're um... happens. Right, look. Can um... I have a little part in the show? Oh, God. Dear. You can Why stick around you... for a bit. Why didn't you fix this before we started? I mean, you you know, this doesn't sound very professional to me, guys. Because I didn't think that we'd have a problem. I thought when Rob realised that we'd replaced him with you, he'd be fine with that. Well, I'd be fine with that. If somebody replaced me with me, I'd think that was OK. I'm not happy with this. This intro's going on too long. Let's what? get on with the news. What news? Big news this week in the technology world is that the new iPhone has been released. James, what do you think about it? Oh, I'm really over the moon. Do you know I had a sleepless night last night just uh, just thinking about the fact. And I uh, doing a, a radio show uh, this morning, and one of the biggest stories was that there was a queue outside a, a, a shop where you can get iPhone 5G, 5S, whatever it is. Oh, I'm really excited. I want one, by the way. Do you? Is it made by Apple? Which one do you want? I don't care, really. Um, how many have you got? Uh, nobody's got any. We could get you a colour one. Do you want a colour one? Could you? You could have a nice blue or a yellow well, one. I, well, blue, I like blue. Blue was sort of cobalt blue. Well, I don't know about cobalt. Oh, OK. Well, blue would be good. I've got a blue front door. Now, the, the big news about this, James, is the fact that it's got a fingerprint recognising system on it, so it's totally secure. Yeah, of but, course, until somebody cuts your fingers off. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. Rob's already found a, a massive hole in the security of it, though. Not not the new phones, but of the old phones with the new software on it. I'll tell you, listen, before you share that story, yep. I was sitting in a restaurant the other day with a guy, had his phone on the table, mm. and because he had phone recognition on, somebody mentioned the name of somebody he got logged to in his phone, and it started calling that person. Could be an embarrassing situation. Well, it was an embarrassing situation. His wife was sitting there, too, and she had no idea who this was. Ooh, that could be awkward. Yeah, voice re recognition, turn it off. What phone have you got at the moment, then? I'm not telling you. I've already been embarrassed about this before. Is it look, a Nokia? Is it a BlackBerry? Oh, look, look, guys, I like a phone that does what it's supposed to do. You press buttons and it rings people. I bet he's got a Nokia 1100. I have not. <laughs> I don't think I've got one that flash. I don't think the Nokia 1100 is very flash, James. Are you sure? It's That's the one I used to have before I had an iPhone. Pretty basic. You know the Tonka toy type phone that oh. you could throw on the ground and yes. it was a bounce? Yeah. I always wanted one of those. Well, well you'll have to get one. Yeah, get one. 
Well, they don't make them anymore, do they? Hmm. Now, I want to ask you about something that's nothing to do with phones, because... Um... Are we still in the news, by the way? Nah, we veered off that now. You have to get used to this. This is the level of professionalism on the Dead Air podcast. Really? Well, you see, I thought we were going rather well when you said to me, I want you to be more professional. I'm surprised I'm still here. You're not. You've been sacked. Now, shut up. <laughs> James, um, I understand that you're doing an audience with soon. Uh, oh, hang on. Just a minute. No, that's that's a text message coming in hot from our listeners to the Dead Air podcast. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. And uh, 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 um, I can't. I can't read that, but still, never mind. I will later. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, I'm doing an evening with... Who am I doing an evening with? Oh, an evening with me. Don't you do that every evening? Yeah, but this is a theatre. This is live uh, in the in Luton. The city Is Luton the city of culture? Yeah. No, no, I don't think it is, actually. It will be when you do your evening. Yes, I, I, I will be there on November the 9th. It's a really nice little treat for, for Christmas, for those of you who haven't thought of anything yet to buy. But be quick, there aren't many seats. Can you get us special backstage passes? I could do, yeah. Because, you know, maybe you could pull a few strings. I mean, I can't even get a staff discount anymore. No, you don't. You're not. You're fired from the Dead Air podcast. So why does he keep butting in? I mean, I do. I'm not being rude, guys, but I do find it quite difficult not being in your studio, telling you apart. You're very similar. We're not. Well, no, I'm I'm the handsome one. Yeah, I could tell that. And Rob's the clever one. But Rob's gone, hasn't he? I'm Nick. Yes. I said at the beginning who I am. Now, do we? Do you think we sound alike? Well, like like brothers, yeah. Say something, Rob. Uh, I don't want to be similar to you in any way, shape, or form. I had an idea the other day. That... Is that the one bloke there doing both voices? <laughs> no, there's two of us. James, I had this idea that call centres should employ uh, regional accents for their hold systems. So I was thinking about this because I was trying to phone someone, and I thought it'd be nicer... If it was like this. Hello, you've reached Orange. No one's available to take your call. But if you want to check our website, we've got common questions on there. You might find answer. Otherwise, (laughs) just hold on and someone will get to you. Now, isn't that nicer than that annoying woman that they've got? It's, It's nicer than the annoying music they've got as well. The only problem with that, guys, is that you sound like one of the hairy bikers. Which one? Shall I do podcast in a northern accent then? You sound like the hairy biker who's trying to be a ballroom dancer at the moment. Whose name we don't know. I think it's, is it Myers, Dave Myers? I don't know. He's a good good chef though, isn't he? He's grand. He's a grand chef. Rob, why don't you do an accent? Why are you asking me? I'm not part of this. You could do like, Rob's Rob's from down south. Can we get this back to some sort of... Some some semblance. Can we talk of... about carrier bags? See, I'm the professional one, and you've sacked me. Hang on. Why are you still talking when me and Nick are trying to do a professional program? Why are you still going on? Now let's talk about something serious. The new iPhone. People queuing up. It's supposed to be brilliant. Is it? No. All right. Okay. On to the next subject. Marmite. I love Marmite. I can't understand those people who don't get a kick out of Marmite. Do you like Marmite, Rob? Why are you asking me? No, no I don't like I don't, Marmite. Why are you asking him? I'm just trying he to... He isn't on the show anymore. I don't want him to feel left out. Oh, God. You can't... You can't I'm sure you're brothers. No, we're not related. 
All right, okay. I'm only mentioning Marmite, by the way, because when you mention things, they usually send you freebies, don't they? Coca-Cola. Mm. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about a story that I read on uh, Wired, which is uh, one of the technology websites. And the headline is, Recording Industry Decries Broadcasting of Music as a Form of Piracy. And the, the gist of the story is that the recording industry in the United States are saying that the radio companies are costing them money. Because, get this, they're playing the songs on the radio too much and it's affecting sales. James, what do you think of that? Uh, um, Listen, it's a really difficult... People seem to think that that, um, uh, they're entitled to everything they can get for free. Uh, And it would be in an ideal world great if we could all have everything. But I think think we have on a serious note to realise that when, when music is made, it's made by people who do this for a living. And unless they are able to make money out of their... Uh, their their business, they're not going to be doing it anymore. We're going to lose some great music. I don't think we should actually complain about the cost of music now. Do you? No, but I. That's not really the issue. This is about the record industry claiming that the radio stations are costing them money. Surely the whole idea is that when songs are played on the radio, it promotes the songs. Well, why do that? They think that the radio stations are costing them money because they think people listen to the radio stations and record the, the, the music off the radio for nothing. That's what you mean. No, they're just saying that the radio stations are so abundant now and they play all the, all the songs that there's not really any need to buy singles because you can just go, go on the radio and listen to all the latest hits. Yeah, but if you want you you know you want your own choice of music, one of the biggest problems that music radio faces. We're being very serious now. Uh, one one of the biggest problems music radio faces, and the reason why a lot of non-stop music radio stations are losing listeners, and they're losing listeners quite dramatically, although they probably wouldn't admit to that, is because people can go and program their own music. A lot of music radio stations decided to get rid of their personality broadcasters and decided they'd have non-stop music where you hear the same couple of tunes every five minutes. I exaggerate, I know. Um, and uh, and this is what people want. Well, people don't because they can do that for themselves. Um, I, I don't think the record companies are losing money particularly. I think what the record companies are beefing about is perhaps that the radio stations allow people to get hold of music without actually paying for it which of course is illegal you're not allowed to record stuff uh off the radio i i think radio stations are more concerned about their future uh, of music radio stations than the record companies are concerned about the future of music the record companies may be concerned about themselves and i'll tell you why because quite frankly you don't need a record company now if you want to release some good music you just get on your uh, computer and you can make it you can record it you can edit it you can download it. I mean, hey guys, we're doing this, right? Sitting in our in our um, in our own homes, aren't we? We're not in a flash radio station in a studio. We're doing this in our well, I am anyway. I don't know where you two are. You don't want to know where we are. We are no. we are in a studio, but it's a it's a sort of a like homemade studio, really. Now, of course, radio programs are the are the the, the soul, if you like. They're they're owned by the broadcasters, or will be in the future. 
And I know it's a hackneyed old phrase, but content will again become king. Uh, and the content will be what you put in between the records, because people will a be able to put their own music easily. Now they can program their own music, put it into their iPad, put it into their mini disc, whatever they want to do. Um, and they'll want to listen on the radio uh, to, to different sorts of things. I dare I say more things like this. Well, maybe not like this, actually. I'm going to talk now. I don't care if I've been sacked. I'm well, you're sacked, for goodness sake. <laughs> I think this leads us on nicely to the uh, the James Well radio show project that we're going to be doing. Right. Are we allowed to talk about this? I thought it was all top secret. No, it's, it's not top secret anymore. Listen, why don't you all come along to An Evening with James Well at Luton Library Theatre on November the 9th. It's a Saturday night. We'll have some fun. You can buy me a drink. You can get hold of my book if, as well while I'm there. If you haven't already got it from the website, have I plugged that enough yet? Yeah, you plugged. Are that you a lot. talking to the listeners or talking to us? I was talking to the listeners. Why? I thought you were inviting us to uh, come no, on. No, you're drink. Not, no, no, no. Listen, I've had enough of you stalking me, sitting in the white van at the end of my road, and I'm, I'm trying to get a few new people down there. It's going to have to move soon because I've got to get it MOT'd. Yeah, well, make sure you do. I don't want people thinking that I talk to those people who, who don't obey the law. The James Well Radio Show, yes. Uh, well, this this is something that could come back on the internet and could come back sooner than you think. I mean, I, I, I've, I've got fingers in lots of pies, if you'll excuse the, um, uh, the pun. I've, I've been doing quite a bit of work for the BBC, which uh, I'm enjoying. I've been doing a bit of work uh, for, <laughs> for The Voice of Russia, which is quite entertaining. Um, and now, of course, I've got rid of Rob... And I'm 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 doing a takeover bid for Dead Air podcast. Yes, but you'll never get rid of me, James. Yep. I'm the one who presses record. I'm Nick. <laughs> he was running there. Which one of us was speaking again? Yeah, you see, because I can't tell. I really can't do. We're going to have to. What we're going to have to do is you're going to have to to preface your your speaking by saying, "Hi, I'm Nick." Hi, I'm Nick. Okay, every uh, line. Yes, I think. Well, let's try it and see how it goes, and we'll keep. Rob in for just the next, you know, few minutes and see if it works. Uh, I'll start. Hi, I'm James. And this. And you're supposed to come back and say, hi, this is Nick. Hi, I'm Nick. And this is Nick. Uh, well, the, what about me? Ridiculous. Well, you're, about fi you're fired, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you said I could stay in for the next couple of minutes. Oh, yes, of course. Go on, then. Hi, I'm Rob. You're Rob. Yeah, he, I'm Rob. He never okay. usually says his name, though. Well, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm forced to. I'm like, I'm like putting my CV in. Yeah, well, I think you should. Now, let's talk about some of the news issues of the day before we, uh, we all decide it's tea time or something. Uh, or, quite frankly, I've got to get to the pub. You're listening to the Dead Air Podcast with Nick and Rob. La, da, 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 da. Carrier bags. In England, they're going to start charging for carry bags. They've already started charging in Wales, 5p, and that 5p goes to charity. Yeah. Um, do you think that's the right thing to do? I've, I've thought about this long and hard. The easy, the easy way to get people going is saying, this is appalling and we're going to fight it and we should have it free. And when I go into a shop, uh, I expect to get a free carrier bag, blah, blah, blah. And I've said that myself. But I've changed my mind, and I'll tell you why. Um, when I, I drive on the roads of the continent, I, uh, I think how clean and pristine everything is over there. When I come back over here, all I see is, is flipping carrier bags everywhere. And I, I think it's a good idea to cut down on them. You go to a supermarket or a shop in France, uh, they will give you a carrier bag if you ask for it. But the majority of people don't. We just use them over here. 
uh, and abuse them. And I think also, not only should we be, not because I'm becoming green or a lily-livered liberal or something like that, but because we've got to really control the amount of waste. Otherwise, we will all uh, succumb to, to not having anywhere to go because there's so much rubbish around the place. So I think it's a good idea. I think if you can make some money for charity, it's also a good idea. And listen, everybody can keep a bag with them in the car, you know, an old plastic bag in your pocket. It's not a real hardship. And it would actually... Uh, save us a lot of money in the long run. So I'm actually in favour of restricting bags, and I'm also in favour of manufacturers stopping the amount of packaging. I bought a new razor the other day. I had to go out and buy a new pair of scissors to get into the flipping thing. The cereal is what gets me. They sell cereal in boxes, which I don't understand. They they should just sell it in the bags. They should put the... Uh, yeah, they should put the packaging like you know the the graphics and stuff on the bag yeah why is it in a box it doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense it's it, these are really good points and they need to be addressed not because i'm uh, uh, suddenly decided i've become all e e e eco-friendly or whatever it is but because we can't keep on producing the amount of rubbish we are that was good i enjoyed that bit that was nearly sensible good good what about the olympics Hang on, just before you do that, it'd be good to get some reaction from those listening if they wanted to tweet us, wouldn't it? Yep. How They're, did that work? Well, on just tweet on a podcast. At, at the James, when you've heard the podcast, send us a tweet at the James Whale or Dead Air Podcast or wherever you want. Uh, and then maybe in the next podcast, we can, uh, we can use a couple of tweets and see what people thought about this very worrying issue of producing so much rubbish. Now, you see, Rob, this is why we've set this up. This is professionalism. He's talking about tweets and everything. You never do that. All you do is just talk about Guns and Roses and stuff. This guy's a professional broadcaster. Can All you right. see now why you've been replaced? But the crap, right? Don't start, you two. I think there may be, I'm just beginning to think, there's a flicker of hope for the two of you. Because if one of you's not so well, I can use the other one and nobody will know any of the difference. <laughs> Sitting in my room with my headphones on I listen to Nick and Rob and my troubles are gone I hear Dead Air, the Dead Air Podcast Show Now are you ready to repeat after me? Yes, yes Right, Nick, which one are you? Stand up I'm okay. Nick Yeah now, Nick, can you repeat after me? I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pleasant... <laughs> oh, no. Perhaps. Listen, I'll make it easier. It's easier to do it this way. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. Rob, you try. Hello, I'm Rob. not a pleasant... No, Rob. <laughs> You're being silly now on purpose. I'm trying to think, remember what the words were. I'm a pheasant plucker, I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm busy plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. Not bad. Okay, come on, you. Okay, I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I'll tell you what, on the next Dead Air podcast featuring the one and only James Whale, I want to hear you both doing that very quickly. That's like homework. Okay. This is like being back at school, Rob. 
Did you want to get your Olympics question in? Have we got time for the Olympics question? Oh, go on, and then can we play out with a bit of Bob Marley and some reggae? <laughs> we haven't played his new jingle for him that well, we had made. Well, he doesn't want to talk about his new show. Because we, we've had a jingle done for you and everything. Go on, then. Go on. Rob will get that set up. How so we, we do the that? Olympics first. Why don't you tell us about the Olympics while you're doing that? A Japanese professor is pushing for hide-and-seek as an Olympics event. Oh, that we were being serious now. It's a true story. Um, He's a professor and everything. Uh, it's uh, his name is uh, Yazua Hasaki, and he wants the International Olympic Committee to approve hide and seek as an Olympic event in the 2020 Games. Isn't that like where's Wally on mask? Can he just go and hide in the crowd? <laughs> Well, obviously, he's a professor who's been inhaling too much of something in his uh, in his in his um, uh, in, in his laboratory. I would imagine no one's going to take him seriously. So it's a pretty much a non-story that one, then. Yeah, it's a non-story. I mean, come on, guys, that's never going to be in the Olympics. Can I su- suggest a tune everybody can listen to? We're talking about music, by the way. Okay. Um, Matt Goss, you remember Bros, don't you? Luke is a. a, a when good will friend. I be famous? I owe you nothing. Yeah, when will I among be, the pigeons? He's re-released. When will I be famous? And uh, the video is brilliant. I mean, uh, seriously, it is a brilliant song, and it will change people's perception of Matt Goss. I think completely. Check it out. Well, we could tag it on to the end of this, couldn't we? We'd have to ask his permission, but I'm sure we could. Uh... Well, he you you, you know him personally, don't you? Aren't you I do. He won't mind. You could just stick it on the end. All right. Then. Well, if if you get the okay from him, we'll do it. Um, but I always thought that was a very good song at the time. I thought yeah. it was very good. It, the, the lyrics are actually quite um, thought-provoking. Well, when he, he's done it now in a sort of Michael Bublé style. Oh. Rob? Yeah? Why don't we sack Nick? That's a better idea. It might be, because it won't... Uh, nobody. Uh, hang will... on a second. Whose idea was the Dead Air podcast? Just remind me. Well, it, it might have been yours to start with. There you go. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Who invented the hovercraft? Uh, I don't know. Q from James Bond? Some chap on the Isle of Wight. But it really doesn't matter because it was manufactured and all the money was made in America, wasn't it? Yeah, well... Invented the World Wide Web. Tim Berners-Lee. And who was he? My uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Where's Just- his jingle, Rob? I'm just because you had the good idea. It's it's it, his jingles here. We're gonna we're gonna give you a, a first play of your new jingle, James. Okay, go on. Okay, let me let me. Um, what are you talk, doing there? Talk amongst yourselves while I uh, find the jingle. One of the things I like about the iPhones' way of doing things, James, is that <laughs> when they bring out a new version of the phone, yeah, they bring out the software on it for all the people who've already got the phone, so everyone gets an update without <laughs> even buying a new phone, which is quite nice. It'd be nice if football clubs did that with their new strip, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be good. Do you if think you footballers see... make too much money? I don't think they make too much money. They make the amount of money that they can get. I mean, it may well be that perhaps they were offered too much money, uh, but it's difficult now to go back on it. I mean, if you and I were offered £150,000 a show, would we say no? I'd have to think about it really hard, because my wife would get most of the money, so... And I wouldn't get a share. I wouldn't be any better off. What what's happening with what this jingle, Rob? Like? I'm going to play the jingle now. Well, could you just you know in a radio show rather than 
Hang on, hang on. Stop, 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 stop the jingle. That was terrible. That, you see, this is why you're sacked. You've got no clue, have you? What? what? How am I going to play it to him? We're going to play it. We're going to we're going to build it up first. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Girls, 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 stop it. Behave now. Look, the way to play. Have you got? Have you got it on a? Can you can you hit the tit and play it? We're going what to. Play? We're going to play it to you. And when we are editing the podcast, we'll insert the proper audio so that listeners hear it in nice, clear quality. I see. Okay. So right. You can have a listen. You need to put the speaker there so he okay. can hear it. Go on. James Well, James Well, James Well Radio Show. Well, okay. That's uh, that's reasonable. I think we should bring this now to an end because Mrs. W has just walked in the room behind me. How do you think she'd feel about being uh, the fourth presenter of the Dead Air podcast? Well, seeing that I've just sacked the two of you, I might need somebody else, mightn't I, as well? <laughs> has she been on air before? Oh, yeah. she's She used to be on air regularly with me. But, you know, the problem was she got too popular, so I had to curtail it. Because we thought that she was like uh, Columbo's wife, you know. She was often mentioned but never seen or yeah, heard. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I think that's probably the best way. But Mrs. Wales' diary became legendary. So I had to stop that as well because she started telling people things I didn't want them to know. Well, when you do your new radio show, is she going to be a feature of it? Well, you never know, but don't let's mention it now in case she gets ideas above her station. Okay. All right, guys, listen, let's uh, let's uh, look forward to seeing what happens on Twitter, and uh, uh, we'll do it again soon. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. All right, guys, uh, don't forget, the Job Centre is down the road on the left. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. Has he gone? Yep, that's it. James has gone. I'm going to work my notice. I've just realised I've got notice. I've got two weeks' notice, so All I'm right. staying here for two weeks. All right, fair enough. Shall we crack on with the rest of the podcast now? Can we do the film reviews? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Justin and the Knights of Valor 3D. Okay. What's it about? It's about Justin, who is going to find his granddad's sword. And come back and become a knight. Okay, I'm guessing this is an animated... Yeah, 3D animated cartoon. All right, who's in it? Uh, Antonio Banderas and James Cosmo. Cool. And how many stars? Three and a half stars. Not bad. It's not bad. It's not quite as good as How to Train Your Dragon or Brave, but it's very good. But does it just about scrape a recommendation? Go and see it with your family, yeah. Fair enough. Family film. Okie dokie. You're listening to Nick and Rob. I'm not Morgan Freeman, but this is Dead Air Podcast. Going back to the iPhone, and we didn't really talk about the security flaws that we found. We did go off on a tangent because James interrupted you. Yeah. So um, you've got your new iOS 7 on your old iPhone 4S and iPhone 5. Yep. You hold your finger down on the button to uh, launch Siri. Yep. Now remember, this is the phones that don't have fingerprint sensors on yep. them. And you say the words, turn on flight mode. Right, and what will it do? It will disable your phone from receiving any interaction from the outside world. Now, why is that a security problem? Let's just say you've just stolen an iPhone 4S or an iPhone 5. Okay. The first thing you want to do is stop someone trying to turn their phone off, deleting all their information, and blocking it permanently from using you know, the network. But couldn't you just turn the phone off to do that? 
you could turn the phone off, but you can't use the phone, it's pin-locked. You can't do anything with the phone. As soon as you turn it on, it's going to get the signal and it's going to delete everything on it. So let's be clear here. The thing you're talking about is where the owner of the iPhone yep. goes on the website and tells the phone to reset itself and turn and lock itself. Lock itself, Basically, turn itself, it, self-destruct. Yeah. So by putting it in flight mode, you're preventing that instruction from yep. happening. And here's the next best thing you can do. Instead of doing that, let's just say you, you realise that you've just stolen the phone, but you've got a window of a couple of hours before the, the person realises it gets to a computer and does what he wants to do to turn it off. You can also hold down Siri and tell it to dial a premarate phone number and just leave the phone outside in the street until the battery dies and just gain yourself hundreds of pounds. So what we need to do here is get in touch with Apple and tell them to implement some kind of safety feature whereby, A, you can't turn off flight mode without putting a PIN number in. Yep. And B, the phone won't ring a premium rate number unless you put a PIN number in. The phone will only ring stored numbers. Yes, the phone will ring people in your address book. Or just turn off Siri when your PIN lock's on. Unless the phone has the fingerprint device. Yeah. Well, hopefully Apple will address this issue and we will bring you an update on this in a future episode of the Dead Air podcast. If I'm still here. Oh, I'm sure you will be. It's Rob's Rant of the Week. Empty shops. Empty shops. Now, what's the beef about empty shops? Well, I was on my lunch break... And I was walking through the shopping centre. Yeah. And I noticed a closing down sale. Yeah. And it was a big, big shop, well-known department what store. What kind of shop was it? Clothes shop. Clothes shop, right. And it literally had, in its massive floor space, one rack of clothes, probably had about 30 items on it, stuck in the middle. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of businesses struggling at the moment. It's a time of economic uncertainty maybe the business is just having problems well went inside right said what's going on Mm. and they said the landlord had put up their rent ah right which is a daft thing to do in this climate but anyway they put up the rent they said that we can't afford to pay the rent that's too expensive okay and they said well you better leave then so they said okay we will so now the landlord has got no tenant yeah and the funny thing is there's about four or five other shops next door to this shop, empty. So, so the- hang on. Let me see if I understand this right. This guy who owns that shop has had a tenant. Not just the shop, the whole shopping centre. Yeah, but the shopping centre is not owned by one individual, is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, a group. They'd rather have an empty shop than just keep the rent the same. Yeah. That's mad. And they'd have to pay rates on that empty shop now. That's absolutely potty. Why would you want empty shops in a town centre? You can do it if you've got a queue of people waiting to move into your shop. You've got people banging on your door saying, look, we want somewhere to rent. What have you got? But we're in a recession. Well, I suppose we're coming out of it slightly. But this shopping centre is typically 50% full throughout the life that I've lived in this area. Do you mean of people or of shops? Of shops. It's always got... The bulk of its shop's empty. Why isn't the price of renting a shop determined by how many empty shops there are in a town? If you've got ten empty shops in your town and you own one of them, 
surely you would just put your rent down a little bit in the hope that someone will rent your shop instead of the shop down the road, won't it? It should be a competition. Yeah, I mean, it's like that in every other thing. I mean, if you're selling ice creams and you've got 10 ice cream shops within spitting distance of you, you've got to sell your ice creams a bit cheaper, right? Yeah. So why isn't the property market like that? I have no idea. It seems like the prices are just set arbitrarily by someone and they just... I can tell you what it is. Go on then, even though you just said you had no idea. Well, I'm guessing now. Go on. We're in a rural area, right? Yes. I imagine the people that own that shopping centre are from a big city hundreds of of miles away. Yes. So they've probably never even visited their own shopping centre. Of course. They will have just bought a building somewhere and that's... Yeah, of course. Didn't think of that. That happens a lot around this area. I noticed that happening with um, mobile phones, going back to the iPhone. In the Orange shop, they've only got the iPhones in that work on 4G. But, of course, you can't get 4G in this area. So it's a similar kind of thing. They have this nationwide approach to something, which works fine in a big city, but doesn't work when you get out into rural areas. But I suppose it comes back to that problem that nobody really cares. We want to thank you for listening to us And we're glad you like the Dead Air Podcast Show The big news story that I've seen this week was in the Daily Mail who said that the climate change scientists 15 years ago made a mistake and all the computer models that predicted the effects of global warming were wrong. By how much? A quarter of what they thought it was going to be. Wow, that's a lot. That's massively, massively wrong. Imagine if I was buying something off you. Yeah. And we'd agreed that I was going to pay you £100. Mm. And then I mistakenly gave you £25. That's how wrong it is. That's a lot. That's massive. Now, it turns out that the ice caps are not melting. They're actually getting bigger. Oh, that's a worry. And that the planet's not getting warmer. It's getting cooler. So what you're saying is, we're all going to freeze to death? Well, unless we do something about it. So what we need to do is I need to go home, turn on my heating on. Yep, full blast. Uh, throw some rubbish in a big tip somewhere. Yep. Set, set some bonfires off. There's no point recycling anymore. And replace all my light bulbs with uh, non-energy saving ones. Yeah, you want the old-fashioned light bulbs that get hot. Well, we've had a very packed podcast this week, Rob. We have indeed. We had... James Whale, guest presenting for the first half of it. Yep. You almost lost your job. I think I'm okay. I think you'll be all right. Um, and we found out the big, huge, exclusive news that he's bringing the James Whale radio show back. Is there a website? There is indeed. If you go and visit jameswhale.tv, you can see all the information about it on there. And I'm sure that if you check James's Twitter, which is at thejameswhale, you will be kept up to date and informed as soon as he has some news about it. As well as that, don't forget to check our website, which is www.deadairwebsite.com. And we're also on Twitter, at Dead Air Podcast. What have we got lined up in the coming weeks, Rob? Anything interesting or exciting that we should let our listeners know about? I think it's all down to James now. Hmm. We're going to give that responsibility to him. Don't forget to check to see if we've got permission for the Matt Goss new version of When Will I Be Famous at the end of the podcast. Yeah, because if we did get permission, we'll put it in. And if we don't get permission, we won't. Well, until next week then, goodbye. And thank you very much for listening. I'm Nick. And I'm not. 
and that was Rob. Listening to the Dead Air podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. Oh, 